Are you an overwhelmed entrepreneur with endless tasks, emails, and messages? Do you feel your systems are ineffective or you don't have any at all? I get it. You wish you could come up for air and take that well-deserved vacation you've been dreaming of, all without sacrificing the growth or health of your business. I'm hosting a webinar to introduce concepts that you can use to learn more about how to clockwork your business for operational efficiency. The best part? The webinar is at no cost to you. It will be held May 14th at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, and a recording will be available for those who can't attend live. If you are ready to make a change in your business so you can take a real vacation, go to bit.ly forward slash May 2024 CFF to enroll. That's bit.ly forward slash May 2024 CFF. I can't wait to see you there. Are you thinking of starting a business and want to understand the truth of entrepreneurship versus fiction? Or have you been in business for a while but don't understand why you aren't as successful as you'd hoped? Tune in to today's interview to learn some things you can do to scale your business and find the freedom you desire. Welcome to Biz Help For You with host Candy Messer. Entrepreneurs like to focus on the big picture, like profitability, success, and a smooth running organization. But there always seems to be those little things like taxes, employee compensation, laws, regulations, and more. Now you can get the answers you need in one place. Join us today as we break it all down for you. Now, here's your host, Candy Messer. Hello and welcome to Biz Help for You with Candy Messer. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed my last interview. And if you missed the episode and would like to listen to the show, links can be found on my social media pages, as well as multiple favorite podcast platforms. And if you'd like to receive notifications on when my podcasts have been uploaded, please like and subscribe. This episode's a little different as I recorded multiple episodes in one day and didn't have bios to read at that time. So let me read the bio for my guest today. The online world is changing, but this isn't Iris's first rodeo. Iris Goldfeder is a longtime entrepreneur with more than 25 years of success in the digital marketing field. She is also the host of Gas Stove Creative Presents, the cookbook recipes in marketing and business success. Now to the interview with Iris Goldfeder. So welcome to the show today. Thank you. I'm sorry. I thought you talked to, to the audience. <laughs> I'm very happy to be here. Thank you. Sure. No problem. It is a little bit different format. We're at Potapalooza. So, yes. um, but anyway, before I get into any questions I may have for you on the topic, I'd love for you just to talk a little bit more about yourself and how did you start working with entrepreneurs? Um, well, I started working with entrepreneurs because I became an entrepreneur and that was actually out of necessity. I was working for a certain large cable company and we didn't see eye to eye and well, they were bigger than me. So I lost. And rather than collect unemployment, I started a business and it was, it was really interesting because it was like, well, crap, is this going to, you know, is this going to work? And it was great. First six months I had 
a ton of clients. And then I ended up having to get shoulder surgery. Mm. So my pipeline disappeared and I had to start all over. So it made me realize that, you know, this doesn't just happen overnight, even that it happened quickly for me and then it went away. There's a lot of work that goes into this. So, right. Well, that's what we want to talk about today too, is really kind of the myths behind entrepreneurship. I mean, there's kind of concepts out there. You'll hear people saying like, oh, well, you just get to golf all day long, right? Like, well, no, that might be the CEO of like a global company maybe, but the <laughs> entrepreneur, especially if you're a solopreneur, you're going to be working a lot more most likely than someone who's in business too. So there's a lot of myths I'm sure that are out there. So like, what are some of the things maybe that you have seen that others are struggling with and they've got these challenges that they didn't realize they were going to have when they became entrepreneurs? So, you know, it's interesting because there was a joke around that, you know, when you become an entrepreneur, you know, you're willing to work a hundred hours for yourself rather than 40 hours for somebody Mm -hmm. else. Right. But at the end of the day, when you do get to the point that, you know, where at, you can hire an executive assistant, you know, a virtual executive assistant and, you know, put some of that off so you don't have to work 100 hours. But I think the myth is, you know, I'm going to make all this money right away and I'm going to be able to go on vacation when I want and I'm going to be able to do all the things. But at the end of the day, you go on vacation, you're not getting paid. Mm-hmm. You, you have to pay yourself. You have a sick day you're not getting paid, you know, unless your spouse has, you know, like benefits or something, but you're still not getting paid for not working that day. So a lot of things go away that you have Mm -hmm. to realize that you have to, you have to really want it, I think is really what it is, because entrepreneurship is not for everybody. It's not for the weak. And I always say that if you ever really want to get to know yourself, like really well, become an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's so true. I mean, people might think it's like a nine to five job or whatever too. Like I used to work corporate before I would clock in, clock out. That's the end of the day. But I'm, I don't know about you, but for me, like I think about it a lot. I dream about it even at night oh, yeah. and, you know, and I even have a team now too. So I'm not even solo anymore. I have lots of employees that, you know, help grow the business. So if something were to happen, you know, and that's why I'm saying, even for myself, I need to be unnecessary in my company too. So I can actually take time off and, you know, maybe enjoy some of those things too, but that's a whole nother like process to look into as well. But I think that's one of the things that people don't understand is you're going to be so much more entrenched in this because it's your own company too. And you are dependent upon that salary that you are generating. It's not like going to work for a corporation and you're just clocking in and out Monday through Friday and that's it. Right. And no, you, you do, you know, like I'll say to my clients, what keeps you up at night? Well, hell, what keeps me up at night? I mean, (laughs) at the end of the day, it's like, you're always, you know, you Mm -hmm. are thinking about this. And even when you get to this point, you're still thinking about it. And I think the biggest freedom for me was when I was able to stop working in my business and start working on my business. And there was such, mm-hmm. such a difference, you know, in that. And it, so, so I work with coaches, I work with people mainly in the service industry and for them, it's like, what's the next big thing? What's mm-hmm. the next, you know, what's the next thing we need to tackle? And it's the same thing for me. What's my next big thing? What's my next goal? Like I have my goals. And then, you know, I try to, with all of my clients, I try to 
you know, their this is their current state and this is their desired state. How do they get there? Mm-hmm. Well, I do the same thing with me. Here's my current state. Here's my desired state. Okay, I hit that. Now what do I do? So it's right. constantly, hopefully upward moving, right? You know, mm-hmm. but you are going to hit those times where, you know, it kind of plateaus. And right. that's when the rubber meets the road. That's when you say, well, crap, do I keep going or do I just sell it? Or do I, you know, just forget it now? When I hit my first plateau, it was really scary. It was like, oh, what am I going to do? And it was like, well, of course, I'm going to, I'm just going to keep going. And I, you know, kept going. But those plateaus get scary. Mm-hmm. Well, and like you're saying too, is you're going to have something you want to achieve. And when you achieve that, that doesn't just mean like, okay, I'm done. Right. It's like, now you have another goal. And so when someone's starting out, you know, there's challenges that they're facing, but you could have had a company for 20, 30, 40 years, and you're still always going to have challenges, right? Mm -hmm. Whether it's HR issues or it's, you know, coming up with new products or services. So, you you know, something is fresh or like whatever that might be. So no matter where you are, exactly, no matter where you are in business, there's always going to be some type of challenges and hopefully the successes are there too, right? So it's not like drudgery every day. You just have to do something, you know, just so you can get paid, right? right. You know, right. but I think that's some of the things that people don't think about too, is you can set a goal for yourself, but that doesn't mean you achieve it. And now you're done. Right. And it's always, I always say we're always works in progress. We we always want to, you know, forge ahead. Right. And I think that's what sets us apart from, you know, the people that do want to work in corporate, like there are people that love it, you know, and like, I joke and say, I am unemployable. Like I could (laughs) never get another job, like ever, 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 (laughs) never again. And my wife laughs because we were talking about it when, you know, when I restarted this, because I, I, there was like a long story, but I got out of a partnership and I basically had to start over a year ago. And within like the year I tripled you know, my business, which was like amazing. But before that, you know, I was like, man, what if, what if I can't do it? You know, imposter syndrome sets in and Mm -hmm. all that. She goes, you're going to have to get a job. I'm like, I can't get a job. So then I was like, I have to make this work because I can Mm -hmm. never, ever work for anybody again. And which, you know, I laugh because I never could. Like, I think I've always been an entrepreneur, but I just wasn't always ready to a, admit it and B, take the steps to make it happen. Mm-hmm. And when I did, it was like, yeah, okay. I mean, this is scary. This is definitely scary, but this is, you know, you you know when you're doing the right thing. I think your whole body, you know, knows that you're in the right space. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think a lot of times we start out with a company, right? Because we need the experience or we're not sure what we want to do, right? So we're trying different things out. And at some point, maybe an opportunity has presented itself. I mean, a lot of us have started businesses not intending to ever be entrepreneurs. Like I never thought I would be an entrepreneur, right? But then situations like revealed themselves, you know, to me and my husband encouraged me, you know, and I had been working for a company. Some may have known from the time they're eight years old and they have a lemonade stand, right? I want to be an entrepreneur, whatever it is. Right. We all have different journeys, right? That are going to lead us to where we are now. And the point is, you, some people may still be able to go back. Maybe they've been an entrepreneur and things have changed or, you know, maybe they just don't enjoy it anymore, or they want to just go back to that regular routine. And that's great. You know, if you realize that for yourself, 
But if you know, like I said, that I just don't think I could ever do this under a corporate leadership type thing, because I've been an entrepreneur and I've like built this company and it's blood, sweat and tears. And I'm going to keep investing into that because it's my baby, you know? Right. Right. And, and I think it's true because, you know, corporate, there's a certain sense of comfort and safety. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, you're getting that check every week, you're getting your benefits, you take a vacation, you're going to get paid for your vacation, you know, there's all of those comforts. But I think that the entrepreneurial road, at least for me, it has just been very, you know, I just enjoy it so much. I think for me, you know, if I were in corporate, I couldn't do the things the way that I want to do them. That's mm -hmm. been proven because, you know, I tried and they were like, no, 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 that's right. not how we do things. And it's like, yeah, but right. this is, you should do things. So now I can do things the way that I, mean, I feel that they should be done or that I know they should be done because I've seen this the success rate. You know, mm -hmm. I know that, you know, it's proven. So and and the freedom of, you know, maybe not playing golf for the whole day. But you know what? You have to take care of something. You can just go out and take care of it. I have two crazy dogs that may start barking. Maybe not. And sometimes you have to run them to the vet, just like kids, right? You, something's going on with a kid. Sometimes the corporate, they're, you know, some companies right. are understanding, some aren't. But at the end of the day, I mean, you know, it's um, for me being able to be of service to my clients the way that I think that, you know, is 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 the, the best direction. Right. So. Well, and I think for me, when I'm working with businesses too, a lot of times they come in frustrated, right? They're not making the money they think they should be, or even if they're bringing in a lot of revenue, maybe they're not profitable and really helping them drill down into, you know, what is it that you should be doing? But, you know, they may be seeing out there again in the world, like this person looks like they're, they've got it all made, but a lot of times that is really not what's really happening. There's a lot of people out there that could have lots of followers and look super successful, but they could be losing money too. So I think for entrepreneurs who are solopreneurs or starting out, or even if you're, you know, you have a team, if you're looking at someone else and judging yourself against them, you may not be really judging properly. It's not the apples to apples, right? Because you're just seeing the glossy, beautiful, everything's hunky dory on social media, right? Well, and, and it's true, like social media is, sorry, Skylar's agreeing with me, um, but social media is, it, it's this huge, I think it's this huge facade, you know, mm -hmm. relationships and they're like so happy and then they're divorced a week later or, you know, same thing with, you know, businesses. But I, you know, it, it it's so important to have somebody like you who can go into a business and be like, why aren't I profitable? What, you know, what's mm -hmm. going on here? Cause there aren't a lot of people out there that realize that revenue isn't profit. Right. I mean, I remember talk about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I remember the first year that I was in business, I was like, woohoo, I made all this money. And it was like, Oh hell no. I just paid like 90% of it out. Mm -hmm. You know, So then I had looked at margins and like all these other things. And I learned all of the things. And then I was like, you know, I made, financial mistakes and I got a bookkeeper so that, you know, and a lot of stuff is trial by error, right? I mean, you mm -hmm. learn or trial by fire um, and, and you learn. And I always say there's no such things as mistakes. If you learn, it's a lesson. 
Right. If you don't learn, it's a mistake, right? But if you learn, then there's lessons. And I think there's a bunch of lessons. But to be able to actually go in and, you know, help somebody become profitable, that's huge. And I love that you do that mm-hmm. because, you know, people don't get it. They, you know. Right. Until they do their taxes, right? And then they're like, wait a minute. (laughs) I actually was speaking at a conference a few weeks ago and I, you know, gave a story of someone that they're looking at the top line and their top line kept growing and they're super excited about that. Uh, But their profit was minimal. And when they hired me, they're like, we don't understand. And I was able to show them like, you're looking at the top line, but you realize you're spending more a greater percentage as you're growing. So your profit is diminishing. And so the best profitable year for them was actually the year they had the least amount of revenue, but they had the largest percentage of profit really. And so that was eye-opening for them too. So I think that's another thing too, is really a lot of times people are not really understanding everything that makes up the finances and they don't know the difference between profit and cash flow. And part of, you know, what you have as profit is going to be paid for tax and you need to save. And, you know, a lot of those things that come as surprises and all of a sudden there's no money, right? Because they didn't know to put things away. So I think that's another thing too, is just really the entrepreneurs need to be financially savvy too, and be good at what you do you don't have to do all of the stuff that you don't enjoy. You're not good at, you could hire someone else to help you, but at least look at the information and know like what's going on in your business. Uh, Cause putting your head in the sand, isn't a good idea. You know, and I had one client who was doing that, you know, he, he wouldn't look at the things and I'm like, Mm -hmm. you kind of need to look at these things because it's going to bite you, you know, Mm -hmm. if you don't. And, and he finally listened, but it was just like, why, like, I, I'm like, why does it take so long to, to listen, you know? And then I, you know, I look at myself and I'm like, you know, I think I'm very open, but I think I'm also very open because I've gone through it. I, I, you know, kind of been through the gauntlet already that, you know, I know mm-hmm. the things that are going to bite me. I know the things I have to, you know, watch out for. And it's, it's, it can be scary, you know, I say it can be scary. Even the growth part can be scary because, Mm -hmm. you know, like, you know, we're, we're scaling now and scaling is, you know, at first it was like, well, I can just keep it going the way it's going. It's, it's, it's cool the way it is now, but then if I don't scale, I'm not going to hit my goal. So Mm -hmm. it was like, okay, we're going to, we're going to scale now. And we're, that's what we're like in the midst of doing. And it is a little daunting because the things that you need to look at, the pivots that you have to make, right? Because you have to be, I think that's another thing. You have to be willing to pivot because sometimes things come up. And if you don't have that adaptability, then, you know, so it's been an interesting journey. And then, you know, my podcast, which is, you know, has been my, my little passion project has turned into this thing that all these people want to be on now and you know I have a sponsor and like there's all these things happening so it's like the business is happening and the podcast is happening and I'm like so fulfilled it's crazy like I have my friends going oh my god like aren't you overwhelmed and I'm like no this is what feeds me this is what right you know keeps me going and my clients see it you know they Mm -hmm. see my passion and then it kind of rubs off on them. And they're like, well, if you could do that for you, I know you could do this for me. Well, I think that comes down to 
really determining for you what success is, right? So someone can be defining success one way, like how much money you make or how much freedom you have or whatever that is. But I think as an entrepreneur, for you to figure out for yourself, what does success look like? And what are the things that you really don't want to do? Even if someone says that if you do that, you're going to be successful. And I remember when I was a pretty new entrepreneur, I had gone to a seminar and the person was talking about how successful he was, but then he mentioned having been divorced three times. So for me, I was like, I am never going to have my business be that important to me that my relationships are going to fail. Right. And so for him, looking at his definition of success was totally different than mine. Right. And so I think as entrepreneurs, just reminding you, like as a listener, if you're starting out, you know, figure out what is success for you. Right. And don't judge yourself on someone else's determination of what success is because they may be vastly different. Oh yeah. And you have to put a value on things. I remember when I first started did added value. Oh, you need, you need help with this. No problem. I'll help you. You need help with this. No problem. I'll help you. And then my accountant was like, if you add up all of the hours of service that you did for free, it's like $35,000. And I was Mm -hmm. like, what? So now, and this is for solopreneurs, you know, if you're going to give something away, that's okay. Send an invoice. I'm going to, I've done this for you for free. It's Mm -hmm. worth 750 bucks. And then have 750 and then have, you know, friends and family, whatever, minus 750 so that they right. see the value because a lot mm-hmm. of people don't get the value. They don't know what you do. Right. So they don't know the extra value that they're getting. They don't know that, you know, you're technically losing money by doing this. I had one client who I would do stuff for her. Um, and I just, I never charged her. Honestly, I just loved her to death. You know, we built her website. We did her SEO. We did her things but she just was technically challenged and she, mm. I can't get into my outlook. My outlook died. You know, this went down, this went down and I would go to her office and help her. And she'd say, let me pay you. I'd be like, no, she was mm. an older woman. And uh, I would get these checks throughout the year, 500 bucks, a thousand bucks. And I'm like, don't, you know, and she got the value. I've had other mm-hmm. people that I've helped that wanted more. Mm-hmm. Oh, can you do this now? Can you do this? And that was when I started putting a value on it. And I'm not charging you this time, but next time this is right. charge that you'll get. And it makes people mm-hmm. stop and think. So right. that's a great tip. <laughs> so yeah. thanks for that. Well, I know yeah. we're running out of time. So I do want yes. to ask, um, how can our listeners connect with you if they want to find out more information? Well, they can go to my uh, website, which is gasstovecreative.com, all one word. And I'm on LinkedIn under Iris Goldfeder. I'm on Facebook under Gas Stove Creative, Instagram, Gas Stove Creative. And my uh, podcast, Gas Stove Creative, presents the cookbook, Recipes for Success in Business and Marketing. And it's everywhere. Apple Podcasts, Google, all the places, Spotify and YouTube and Vimeo. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for being a guest today and sharing your wisdom with the entrepreneurs who are listening. And I'm sure they have picked up quite a few tips from you today. Well, good. And thank you for having me on. Thank you listeners for tuning in today. I hope you found this topic interesting and enjoyed the discussion on the topic entrepreneurship and the journey. Would you please share my show with those, you know, and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. I'd really appreciate your support. 
If you have any additional questions or comments, be sure to reach out to Iris or send me a message at media at abandp.com. I hope you can join me for my next interview. And remember, you can connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And my website is abandp.com. This episode is sponsored by Affordable Bookkeeping and Payroll Services. If you are overwhelmed trying to handle the financial aspects of your business, ABMP is here to help. Contact us today to discuss your needs at 310-534-5577 or contact at abandp.com. My team and I are eager to assist you. Until next time, have a great day. Thank you for listening to BizHelp For You. Please join your host, Candy Messer, again next time. Have a terrific day.